Right, moving on to Ollie's favorite topic. Yeah, buddy. And I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one. Uh, you would do, wouldn't you? Right. Um, it goes without saying that this isn't something that I enjoy, even though I do enjoy sports. Um, <sighs> sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, to, sorry to you on there, Ali. I think in case in case people didn't know, <sighs> Liverpool won the title this week. God. Uh, Congratulations, oh, Liverpool. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, Liverpool won the title. Look, don't get me wrong. I'll be unbiased here. <clears throat> they deserve to win the title. Yeah. Because every other team has been trash. Shit. Man City have <laughs> not been as good as they were last year. They didn't replace company and they yeah. paid the price. And like, like don't get me wrong, Liverpool have played well. Yeah, no. Nah, um, you got to give them credit. Yeah, yeah, like they've blown away most teams. But every other team just hasn't stepped up to the mark. Yeah. And like we had a slow and it start. showed like last week, like Man City spanked yeah. Liverpool four 0 Hey, another record for Liverpool. Yeah. Biggest defeat by a title-winning <laughs> team straight after winning. Well oh, done, hey, well done, Liverpool. There's another title for well you. Well done, Put Liverpool. that in your cabinet. Yeah. Um, but again, like just to add on what you what you said, really, congratulations to them because yeah, they did play really well. They did. You know, um, they defended well. Yep. They attacked well. And, you know, congratulations to them. But yep. I think, again, they didn't have competition. No, every other team just we, kind of, we were slow to start with. We were we were crap for the first you know, half of the season. And, um, that, and only sort of January onwards yeah. have we kind of... It's just... If you look le- at the form, start. probably for this sort of January onwards, yeah. I bet we're up there. I bet yeah, 100%. We're, I bet we might have been if, if we had signed Bruno Fernandes in, in the, summer. the summer, not yeah. in the January transfer window, yeah. then different story. I'm not saying we would have like been Liverpool to the title or whatever. Oh, I'm not no. going to say that, but, but we been... it would have been a different title challenge. And that's yeah. that. For me, I think a title race has got to have at least three or four teams in it. Like, till, yeah. till like probably like 30 games in. Yeah, you know, if you lose two teams out of that, fair enough, and then you get two horse. And then races. you've got eight games left, and you've got two people going for it, back exactly. and forth. You know, and I'm disappointed yeah. in the other teams as well yeah. for not competing well because Chelsea dropped off the pace. City, they tried to keep the pace up, dropped off the pace in a few games. They lost and drew so many stupid yeah. games. Leicester man. as well, they they challenged well. Yeah. Now Leicester looked like they could finish behind us yeah they could finish fifth who would have thought Wouldn't, would not surprise me if they finish outside the Champions League spaces yeah. so obviously Chelsea won last night puts us back to fifth whatever Leicester won but the main thing is we are now within three points of these teams yeah man or and, Leicester and we're looking we're looking good yeah we're looking so good um, that I'd, I would have a bet with anyone that we'll finish third uh, do you know what I would, I, would, I would say the same thing. I said this to the... Who did I say this over there? I think it was Gareth. Yeah. At training. I was like, don't be surprised if United creep up to third. I'm not saying that just because I'm a United fan. It's because I'm watching what Leicester were doing. Yeah. Chelsea dropping points against West Ham. Yep. You know, you've just got to be a realist as well and look at the remaining games United have. Yeah. Even though we've struggled against these little teams, I'm not going to lie, against Bournemouth when we went 1-0 down, I was like, oh, oh well, no. <laughs> Not again. But five two. Five two. The result was different. 
because the reaction from the team was different. Yeah. Different team. You, it, it was a flute goal. I'm not going to take it away from Bournemouth, but it was one of them, it was a snatch and grab goal. Yeah. You yeah. know, get a chance, take it, you run with it. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I think going forward now and into next season. It's so good. Ooh-wee. Just just a couple more additions to the team and I reckon we'll be we'll be right up there, mate. We'll where where right would you add? Um, definitely another centre-back. Mm. Definitely. And then... It's difficult. If you'd asked me before lockdown yeah. what other position would I add, I would have said a right-winger for definite. Mm-hmm. I would have said, buy Jadon Sancho and put him into that front three. Yeah. But the emergence of Greenwood this year yeah. and how well he's played off that right side, it's like, do you buy another player Must and put him it. into that slot and sort of stunt Greenwood's growth? Yeah. Or do you just go, right, Greenwood, you're our starting right wing? sometimes Sir Alex is like the proof of the pudding, really. Like, sometimes you, you just throw them in a the deep end. Yeah. You haven't got to worry about, oh, he's got to go out on loan. Yeah. If they're ready, they're ready. Yeah. Mason Greenwood is ready for the Premier League. The only... The only um, problem I have is that I do think we need another winger because I think Greenwood eventually becomes a striker yeah. and he becomes our main striker because if you're asking to play out on the wing and whipping crosses for people to get on the end of it every day, yeah. that's not what he wants to do. Nah. He wants to cut inside, but he wants to score. I was, I was literally about to say, the style that Oli's got him playing yeah. is could suit him yeah. because look at Lionel Messi. Yeah. Look at Ronaldo. Yeah. If Oli just taps him up, like, hey, listen, Mason, just cut in from the wing. Yeah. I know you want to play through the middle, but we've got Tony down there, yeah? Yeah. If you just cut in from the left or yeah. the right, yeah. you can shoot with both feet. Oh, mate, he's so good at both feet. You can and, shoot with either. And the thing is, well, I've, I feel like it'll be good for his growth to play from the right wing because you look at yeah. uh, Martial when he first joined us, played him from the left wing for yeah. what, the first couple of seasons. And he learned that position so that when you're playing up front, yeah. you know what the left wing is going to do. You yeah. know that position inside out. Um, so I think it could be good for him to know that position. And obviously he knows strike position already because yeah. that's his bread and butter. Mate. And that's what Rashford's doing as well. But again, but now Rashford's transitioned from, from that striker position yeah. where he was like, yeah, I'm going to be a striker to going, okay, I'm probably better as a left forward yeah. because I can cut in, I can also cross, I can do, uh, I can, you know, get past this player and dribble past this player. Yeah. And I think Rashford's best position now is left forward, like like not left yeah. wing. Yeah. Do you know what? Not left I, wing because not completely I, left wing. I don't want him out on the wing. I but want him just a little bit off like and, Tony. Yeah. You know, cheating a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Bruno's doing. Yeah. Bruno's cheating. He's playing like a shadow striker sort of yeah. position, you know, like a Rooney position. He just does whatever he wants. Yeah. He's like, I'll play here and then I'll come back here and get the ball. And yeah. I'll do this. I love Bruno, man. He's but so there's good. also, obviously, there was um, a post that Man United put out yesterday. I saw you post it as well yeah, in your story. Of course with I the, did. With the MMM, you know, Mason, oh, Martial and Marcus. Maybe so excited. Um, 20 goals for both Marcus and Martial. Yeah, and fifteen for Mason, and the so average good. age. The oldest one out of the the lot is twenty three years old. So good. So, there was a comparison that I also saw. Liverpool, what are you saying? Liverpool, the champions. Again, we've paid we've paid respect to them. Yeah, now we can fucking. We, we've recognised them, but this young team, this this young front three, 
has now outscored this experience fund three. And obviously the people are going to be like, oh, they're playing Europa League. You've got to score against what's in front of you at the end of you the day. You've got to put the ball in the back of the net. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, teams in Europa League are still professional teams. Exactly. They're not, so, they're not going to be bad players. Exactly. Pe people that are diminishing the Europa League, you can't do that. Yeah. It's, it's a professional competition that yeah. Arsenal, a lot of teams have not won. Arsenal got knocked out. So you, you cannot then diminish it just because... It's not as a high-profile competition. It is still a competition at the end of the day. But yeah. the main thing that I wanted to say was they've outscored the this, Salah, this Firmino and Mane Trinity. Yeah. And the big How thing with Liverpool... for United going forward? The big thing with Liverpool that I, I've always thought they would... Yeah. If I looked at that team, I'd go, okay, they need possibly two players to make them an unbelievable team yeah they need a striker that scores goals because Firmino yeah people will say he does all this he does this that and the other he doesn't score goals he's not clinical enough nah he might assist Sa uh, Mane he might assist Salah yeah but he needs to he's a striker they, they need a bully goals. and then they need I would say another midfielder because yeah. Cater hasn't come in and set the world alight Fabinho is solid uh, CDM uh, Henderson oh. you chuck an eggs he does bits but they need one out there. I think I'd pick one out over Henderson. Yeah. If if I'm honest with you, and, and I'll even, I'll, and even then I'll rather like, have someone else next to those two than yeah. have Henderson in there. And even then, it's like, player. is one out a top midfielder in the world? No. You look at Man City. They've got De Bruyne. They've yeah. got Rodri. They've got Foden coming through now. Look at us. Look we've at got us, Pogba. Pogba, Fernandez. I would say that our midfield is definitely better than hundred percent. And again. That's not being biased. No. It, That's it, just be, be, being a football fan. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take away the bias that we're United fans or whatever. Just yeah. being a football fan, you can look at the players and say, okay, is Wijnaldum better than Pogba? I beg to differ. Yeah. Is Wijnaldum better than Fernandes? Hmm, I beg to differ. Yeah. Then there's the argument. There's Matic. He's obviously won titles. He's a very experienced midfielder. Is one out better than him? You could argue it. Yeah. Because Matic is on the older side of, of the spectrum and he's not as a mobile midfielder. So you could argue that one. You could. But then that's, again, Fabinho better than one Pogba. Player. I do not think so. No. Again, not biased. I feel like Pogba produces more yeah. for the team than Fabinho so much, does. He, he does so much. And I think. I think out of that, if you sort of put those players against each other in the midfield three, mm. Matic over Fabinho, I'd probably take Fabinho because I think yeah. I think Fabinho is the better player in yeah. in that role, um, and he's younger, and Matic is getting a bit older now. Pogba over one Alden every day of the week, <laughs> Bruno over Henderson every, every day, day of the week. Of the week. So it's just may maybe that position that we need as well. But, but then yeah, again, no. but then again, we've got McTominay coming through, yeah, and we've got Fred who's Doing bits as well. He's only 25, 26. Yeah. The, the thing is, people ridiculed Fred. But what it's people so don't understand year. about the Premier League is the hardest league. Yeah. Players like Bruno Fernandes yep. are different players. Yeah. They, they can go into they different leagues. League. Uh, yeah, they can settle in a bit quicker. Yeah. Players like Fred, they might take longer. People are different. Yeah. And Fred settled in now after his first season 
he's now been given an actual role in the team. Mm. He knows a position he can play. He knows what he's needed there for. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Oli's given this team now. He, everyone knows their purpose in the team. Yeah, they know their roles, don't they? Yeah. So Fred's like a ball winning midfielder, right? Yeah. So against a team like Bournemouth, do we need a ball winning midfielder in there? Probably nah. not because we're going to dominate the game. Yeah, we're going to dominate that midfield all day. Against a team like City or Liverpool, we, we might need you in there because and, and against, Man, you're saying against that, Man City this he's year, he's had his best games so against good. City. Yeah, because honestly, because he, he just gets in on these guys like De Bruyne, Foden, yeah. and Silva, and he just he just absolutely sits yeah. on them, and he's he, he just can't his them best off. games have come against the big teams this year. Yeah, and for me, that's a big progression for a player. Mm. You know, because again, those little teams, any player can get found out. Yeah, but in the big games, if you step up in the big games, for me, that's where it matters the most because. Little teams are always. I'm not going to call them little teams, but the the lower ranked clubs they're always going to be out yeah. to stop the top ranked clubs. You know what I mean? They'll it's never like, just go punch for punch. Yeah, they'll never. Like but Bournemouth will get punched exactly. five two. Bournemouth gave us a really good game for the neutrals. It was a really good game to watch. Oh yeah. But for me, it was stressful <laughs> because one you done, Eric Bay, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I, I knew they would give us a good game. But again, like you're saying, Fred, he stepped up massively. Yeah. And our midfield will continue to improve if we just add another quality midfielder in there. Yeah. I think then we're looking at a tighter contention. Yeah. Because going forward, I am not worried. No. You know, you add another winger, like you said. Yeah. Sancho, maybe. I'm not too worried. Yeah. It's- you know? It's so difficult now, man, because of because of everything that's gone on with COVID. I feel like we're not going to be able to. So- Did you hear what San- they said last yeah. week? So they said Sancho, we're not going to bid any more than fifty mil for. Okay, you'll get his right foot. Yeah, you won't get any more than that of him. That's it. You can't afford Sancho for fifty mil. They want hundred and fifty plus. They sold Usman he, Dembele for yeah, hundred forty. Like, Dortmund are trying to like because they know big clubs will come in mm. they will try to demand whatever because they're not in most cases they will play they will pay that money yeah and this is the thing they they know his worth yeah he's what 20 years old he's scored like 16 english. goals yeah the english coming the english back tax, to the english league he's got 15 assists like they know what yeah. he's worth he's he is a ready-made superstar for the next 15 years mm-hmm. so He's not going to go cheap because they'd well, obviously they'd, they'd like to hold on to him. Yeah. But if someone comes in offers him 150, 200 mil. Yeah. Cool. Mate, we'll take that. Sancho, I, 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 but 50 I would, mil? I would like him, but yeah, like you're saying, 150 mil is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, as much as I'd love us to sign Sancho, I don't see us signing him just because of the price tag. Yeah. I think the big thing that Solskjaer is coming in and sort of. Um, precedent inside United is like we're not going to be bullied by other teams to pay nah. certain prices and that's what I like about Oli and, I know, like, and, and the wages as well he's yeah. massively cut down the wages so it's like Sanchez you're earning 350 grand cool fuck off to Inter Milan yeah. Scott McTominay was on like 10 grand he's just got a bit of a bump in paradise but nobody's on massive massive nah. amounts of money where they're like cool and I can do fuck all and get my money pe- people doubted Oli yeah you know because they saw him as the nice guy. Yeah. The nice guys can do the job. You yeah. know, they thought, oh, because Ollie's really friendly, he's all this, he's all that. 
they didn't think he would be he would, he'd be a strong enough character yeah. to handle the job yeah but if you are a man of the people that's all you need to be and and, you, and Olin knows the values that's the most important thing he's not he knows the he values knows the of, of the club yeah. yeah and he puts that first not him yeah. not any player he puts the club first yeah, before and, anything else and that's what it should be yeah and um, as well going back to your your thing about him being a nice guy as well people see that on the outside like all the press and all that yeah, I bet he's like a mean that. guy isn't it? <laughs> you, you are, I've listened to a few of those United podcasts yeah. you ask any one of his old teammates that he used to play with and current players actually as well yeah. they say he's got he's got a bad mean side man yeah man that, like you don't but get that's on the other side on, people, on the wrong side people judge the book by its cover yeah. he wants people to know that he's a nice person but but within but if again, you fuck up he's gonna be fucking on ju- you just like yourself just like me you're not gonna be a horrible person all the time no. there comes a time where you have to stamp your authority mm. and and that's that's what I think all you know is the balance yeah. of being a good man management like person do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and Pogba all of a sudden is not a problem at the club you know so Th- thank god for coronavirus like coming and stopping the season because I feel like it's, it's stopped people from just just paying attention to Pogba for a bit because they forget he's a person yeah the man of stuff Pogba gets ridiculed right Oli for dancing for Mate. dancing when Graham Sooners came out and was like Ah, oh, he's not injured. He's dancing at his brother's wedding and all this. That's his brother's Look, wedding. Leave the guy alone. It's his personal life. He can do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants. And and he's, he's recovering obvi- from an injury. He's, yeah, he's he's obviously injured <laughs> still. Like, let him just do what he wants. And he's Literally. come back. And mate, I, I've loved Pogba since the first day he came out United. Mate, I've never got the mate, criticism that people have had for literally. him. He is such a step above the rest of the Hundred. players on the pitch. He, he, doesn't he doesn't get enough recognition for what he does yeah. off the pitch as well. Like, like he doesn't get goals and assists like people say. Like, like oh, he, doesn't get, he doesn't get as many goals and assists. Mate, the, the, he controls the game. Yeah. There's a reason why France pick him every... Every, time, every, every single tournament he's a World Cup since winner. he's been a senior member of yeah. the team like France have not missed him out of the team unless he's been injured yeah you know and it, it, again it just shows that the media they will portray someone to be a certain someone mm. and if people buy into it people will literally just start to follow it as well but like, oh yeah, yeah oh, Pogba all oh, he cares about is oh, his he's haircut got his dodgy haircut yeah, and, and he's dancing at his brother's wedding he's doing all this on Instagram but look, it's, it's ridiculous if you look at the stats for last year people go oh he was rubbish last year yeah. he was terrible he had the most sprints in the team he had the most ball recovery there was like 15 stats yeah. where he was the best person in the team and he, he scored in the 13 goals and they said oh, and they said I think about 10 of them came from the penalty spot and they were like oh yeah he's only Two scoring pens again you got to score him. you've got to score him if he misses them you ridicule him yeah if he scores them you ridicule him where does he win and what people maybe laugh <laughs> is it is a lot oh, <laughs> Lampard <laughs> is loved but I guarantee you oh, like check, out, check how many penalties Lampard yeah. has scored and, and people always go oh he's not as good as he was at Juventus he scored more goals and got more assists last season than he's ever done at Juventus exactly Exactly, and, and he's a midfielder. Come on, man. 
Leave Pogba alone. The obsession is too much. Graham Souness, settle down. Settle down, big man. Yeah? Just Leave you, PP alone. Just because you put a fucking flag in the middle of a Turkish pitch when you were manager. <laughs> remember that? Have, have you ever seen that? Yeah. But fucking see, idiot. again, people He's like Graham Souness. He's obsessed with he, him. He's from an era, right, where football was probably in its darkest days. Yeah, hooliganism, man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I guarantee you, he had teammates who did far worse than Pogba. Pogba, oh, yeah. he's really deep in his religion. Yeah. Really like a deep, he loves his family. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's one thing I know about it. I don't even know him personally, but I know for a but fact from he his, loves his family. You see from his social media, like yeah. he's, he spends a lot of time with his kids. Love dancing. And his he, wife. He just loves being he's himself. In, he's enjoying life. And, exactly. and who are we to say, don't enjoy your life. Don't exactly. have fun at your brother's wedding. It's his <laughs> fucking brother, man. Like, people, people need to leave him alone, man. Let the like, man enjoy himself. Like if, like if my brother Josh got fucking married now, yeah. and I just went to his wedding, I was like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Just, <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? I want to get pissed. I want to get <laughs> exactly. up on the dance floor and make a fool of myself because it's my brother's oh, wedding. Ollie, you're injured. You shouldn't be yeah, at Josh's you, wedding. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be going to his, to his wedding and dancing. You know what I mean? What's wrong with you? You're dancing at... Oh, fuck Obsessed, it's ridiculous, Obsessed, man. but anyway, moving yeah. on. The NBA return. Yes. Aren't you glad they're coming back? I'm so excited to see the Celtics win another championship. Nah. Um, honestly, I'd love to see the Celtics win a championship. I think, as a team, we're still quite young. Yeah. Um, I think we will, in the next five years, win a championship Yeah. with the team that we've got. I will back you on that because but I think it's just a bit too early for us. Very young team, but we'll but but we'll contest. Like um, when we uh, when was it? Not last year, the season before yeah. when we got to the Eastern Conference Finals and we came up against, against Le- LeBron James. Yeah, we came up against LeBron, the Cleveland Cavaliers. We pushed them to seven games, right? Yeah, game seven. And we sh- we probably should have won that series. You but, should have won. Do you know and, what? And we didn't even have Kyrie. We didn't. I was going to say Irving. if you had Kyrie. Ooh, I think you probably would have been yeah. the Cavs there, and boy, now, because Kyrie just gives Kemba, you something different. Yeah, I feel like the, the chemistry that we've got within the team, mm-hmm. and I feel like Kyrie was, although he's such a great player, he was he was almost like a poison on the team. Yeah, because he wants to be the main man. He wants to take all the shots. He yeah. wants to do. There's such an even spread around the team now. Yeah, Jason Tatum gets a lot of points, but that's just because he's such a good player. Tatum's sick, but. The whole team is involved now. Kemba gets 25 mm-hmm. a game. Jalen gets like 15, 20. Tatum gets like 30. Yeah. There's such an even spread on the team. And there's such a good camaraderie there. That I think, yeah, there's a championship coming to Boston. In the Soon come. Years. It's been there before. Mm. And there is no doubt. times, you say? There is no doubt that it will come back again. Yeah. So, with with that said. Yeah. I wish you all the best in the yeah. future at the Celtics. Yeah. Um, but un- until LeBron James retires, then yeah, it will be hard. My my prediction for this year is in the wet. Is it the West where the Lakers are? Yeah, West, right? Yeah. In the West, it will be um, it'll be either the Clippers or the Lakers will get to the final. Yeah, without a doubt. In the East, it'll be the Bucks. Definitely the Bucks. You reckon? Yeah, Giannis will carry the Bucks to the final. 
I think it's they're, they're having a good regular season. Yeah, but playoffs are different. Yeah, and but you the know? thing is, I I don't think anybody else in the East besides maybe us is kind of. What really, about the Raptors? Really Do you reckon like them? the champs from nah. last year could not bring it back? Maybe nah. nah. Although they, like to, or, although they like to talk big and be like, oh, you know, don't write yeah. off the champs and everything. You haven't got Kawhi anymore. What, what Kawhi about, what about Joel and Ben? Nah, I think Philly bottle it every year, man. Yeah. yeah. What, what if, what if, again, big what if, what yeah. if Joel doesn't cry this year and he actually does something? <laughs> ah. It's seven foot whatever it's, it was and he was it's, crying it's difficult man because he, he's he, he's a good consistent player but I don't think they have a player on their team that when their backs are really up against the wall they yeah. just kind of go right I'm going to carry the team to the to the finals yeah they don't have that kind of player um, like Ben Simmons yeah you know he gets like a triple double every now and then but he only gets like what 12, 15, 20 points a game occasionally Jordan B gets like 25 and then around that, it's like, yeah, I yeah. just, I just don't think there is that kind of yeah. team that's built there that that will take them to a finals. No, that's Bucks, a fair shot. Whereas the Bucks, I feel like if they're if their backs up against the wall, Giannis yeah. will go, okay, cool, I'll take the load. I'll fucking a Greek freak. Yeah, man, he's unbelievable. He, he is literally a freak, man. Like, mm-hmm. The guy is unbelievable. Like yeah. it's it's scary to know the things he could possibly achieve and. Speaking of another freak, yeah, Zion. He lost twenty pounds. Did he during lockdown? Wow, twenty whole pounds. Even with the twenty pounds, he was yeah a monster. That's that's what I was about to say. Dunk on fucking anyone. So imagine Zion's ability now that he has of dunking, and he has the athletic build of LeBron James. I've always thought whenever I saw him in college with Duke that he he, he was a bit thick, right? Yeah, no, he he. Oh no, Zion was big. He was a thick guy. He he was a big guy. Um, but he was a stud at college, right? But boy, can he but, jump? But if he gets the kind of LeBron's kind of physicality, that's what I'm saying. And it kind of trims down a bit. That's what I'm saying. He's got the strength and the power to just fucking dunk. Do you think he can overtake LeBron if he gets? physically fit I think so like he like he's obviously committed himself to doing now do you think eventually he could overtake LeBron as the the you know he's, he's a train wreck you like death LeBron James star. you just don't hang around in the paint when think, he's driving to the basket I think in the NBA you always have like your best player every mm. decade right mm-hmm. so you've had Jordan and yeah. then a transition to Kobe yeah. then a transition to LeBron I think now we're seeing that transition to Zion and Zion I think will be our next kind of he, super superstar he, he is the best player in the league yeah I thought it, I, I thought it was going to be Yanis I thought it was going to be but, but I think but that, Zion man I think Jesus. there'll always be that problem I think there'll always be that problem with Yanis that his three um, his three throws yeah his, his, his three point shooting is awful is terrible yeah if you can guard the paint he has sung some but again you know, yeah there's still terrible percentage Dennis Rodman shot some three points you know what I mean <laughs> I like your analogy yeah. there I like that um, I like that but but he's not known as like a Steph Curry of three that points is true. you know what I mean that is true um, 
so I feel like Yanis will be like he'll be known as like a good like, like a great player yeah you know? he'll be but, good in the pain yeah you know he's good in the pain if, if you stop him getting to the pain you stop Yanis yeah because if, Le- LeBron James proved that in that game just before lockdown when um, the Bucks played Lakers and LeBron James turned on the bully ball yep LeBron James turned on the train, the steam train, mm-hmm. and he just went absolutely crazy. Yep. And he showed people that, yeah, I forgot that I'm LeBron James. Yeah. Because for me, currently, he's still the best driver yeah. of the ball to the, to the hoop. Do you remember the, that? There's not a scarier man, Oi. apart from Zion. I'll, I'll always remember, do you remember that, um, that dunk he did against Portland? When was it last what, year? Nurkic. Yeah. Nurkic mate Nurkic has he not recovered from that he starts that. <laughs> like the halfway line and like okay he's picking up speed he's picking up speed <gasps> and you see him like jump and he's like boom best thing about that oh, video man. is the commentary yeah you hear the commentator goes oh my god LeBron oh, James and Nurkic is a screensaver <laughs> oh just like oh my god <laughs> mate mate one of my favourite parts of watching the NBA is the commentary yeah it's so good shout out to the NBA commentators <laughs> man <laughs> because Kevin Harlem and them man they can actually keep you entertained love yeah, it yeah man 100% love it 100% but yeah on to another uh, NBA uh, topic or NBA subtopic um, Lakers signing J.R. Smith Reece, uh, again he's signing with LeBron James yeah after, um, after the last infamous what are you doing what are you doing? Don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't. After that moment, yeah. the the Hennessy moment, you know. But again, what was he doing? Jr. Smith, you got to respect him as a three point shooter. Yeah, man, this is the thing people sleep on Jr. Smith. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, he's just a bit part player. He's a squad player. Yeah. No, man, he's he's a good player. J- he's got mean dunks too. Yeah. Uh, when you watch some of the dunks he used to do at the Nuggets, you're like, is that? Damn, is that, that J.R. Smith? Smith? Like, what the hell? But I feel like they've added a bit more experience now. Yeah. You know, because he was part of that Cleveland winning team. He knows how to play with LeBron. And yeah. we know LeBron James, as much as he is a scorer, mm-hmm. he's a creator first, isn't he? Like, he, oh, of course. He loves just dishing the ball. He's like a Magic Johnson type player. So what, what do you think J.R. Smith might add for them? I think he adds um, a bit of sort of well-needed chemistry. Yeah. I think that's that's the only thing that the Lakers are kind of lacking now. Yeah. So the Bucks have had obviously the luxury of having that same sort of team for a few years now. For a few years now, where they've built that chemistry, and obviously they're playing so well at the moment because yeah. they've built that chemistry. Uh, Middleton and all these people know how Yanis plays, and Yanis knows how they play. Yeah. So they can have like Middleton as a three-point shooter, and Yanis driving to the basket, and they yeah. can mix it up. So I think having that guy in there that goes, okay, I know LeBron's going to do this then, and I yeah, know he's yeah. going to do that then. Exactly. Will 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 really help them on in the running because yeah. obviously AD and LeBron have played together for what half a season now, and they they act like they've been playing together for years. They did play together in the Olympics, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. But completely different ball game, isn't it? Yeah. But this the this the chemistry is just great yeah. from the Lakers, and I'm I mean, I'm loving it, yeah. and I can't wait for the season to actually play out. Yeah, because, when 31st of July? Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously you've got the Clippers. I'm not I'm not forgetting the Clippers. 
Yeah, don't we're sleep not, on we're the not, Clippers. We're not, sli- we're not sleeping don't on sleep the on Clippers. We know, we know Kawhi is, is still out Kawhi, there. George. Has they got Patrick Beverly as well? they got they got Beverly. they got Lou Will. Yeah. So, we're, we're not, sleep, we're not sleeping on the Clippers. We know the Clippers are, are Clippers dangerous. Are dangerous. Obviously, but because the Lakers have got LeBron James, you know, it's a different ballgame. But he's got that little extra something, hasn't he? Yeah, July thirty first, man. All games will be shown live. I can't pretty wait. Pretty much. I can't wait. And they'll be back to back to back like we're having with the Premier League. How great oh. is that? Yeah, this you don't have to wait days and days. Just like, yeah. Oh, the, yes. This is the good thing of I suppose about having sports delayed this this period of time. Yeah. Is, we can just have it all at once now. So it's like, okay, sweet. Some sports overload. It's just like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, the yeah. sports. What am I going to do with it? I can't wait. <laughs> I've seen the Warriors potentially leaving out Curry for the rest of the season as well. Yes. Mm. Um, I think that's obviously down to, he had the hand injury, didn't he? Yeah. That kept him out. And the Warriors did absolutely terrible. Since he got that injury, so um, looking like a team that are diving for the number one spot in the draft. <laughs> I think that's what they were trying to do. Of course, man. They're, they're trying to get Lamelo. That's what, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get Lamelo. Do you rate Lamelo? Um, again, all, all the rumors I've heard is that um, Lonzo is good. Is is the is the Lame- best? Lamelo is apparently meant to be the best one of really? the Ball Brothers. I heard Lonzo was supposed to be the best because no, Lonzo's the oldest one. Right. Isn't he? He's the first one to come out. But who's the other one? It's, it's the dad. The dad is the one that says again. The dad. He's such a bellend man. Lavar is one of the most controversial people ever. Yeah. He puts targets on his son's backs, but he's the one that said that Lamelo is the one that's better the, than the chosen one. The, yeah. So Zoe apparently is not good enough. Yeah. You know. Is that so, the one that's playing in like Australia? No, because you got you got oh, no, Lonzo. So, oh, oh, sorry, yeah. So you got Lonzo, and then you get Lamelo, and then there's oh, I, yeah, I forgot I, the other one. I always, I always forget the. I third. always forget the other one's name, but he he, played, he was playing in China or something like that. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then he got arrested <laughs> for apparently attempting to like steal something in the Gucci store. I bet Lavar's like you're such a disgrace to the family. <laughs> now, but I think it was he was with his like college teammates. Right. And they all got like caught, and then, right. yeah, it was it was it was quite bad. But um, yeah, Lamelo is meant to be the best ball brother. Mm. So we'll see, we'll see. We'll There's see always hype like. again. It's, it's Lavar. Is this is his word at the end of the day? He said like Lonzo was meant to be the best thing to come out of that draft that he came out of, and. Uh, no, he wasn't. Are you sure, <clears throat> big man? Are you sure? No, no, he wasn't. Was that the same? That was the same draft Donovan Mitchell was in, right? Yeah. So there you go. Donovan Mitchell, Lonzo Ball. So, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> so Lonzo, I'm sorry, is it's a wrap. Yeah. But we'll see how good his brother is. But you know Again, what? I'm not gonna rule him out completely because the Pelicans. You know what? Lonzo has been good different. this year. Yeah, Lonzo, they're looking Lonzo's different. Lonzo's been pretty good this year. I think because um, his dad is not hyping him up too much. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what it is. I feel like again, his dad brought him too much attention. 
his dad is just such a like toxic, toxic yeah. man for that for, for those guys growing up I feel like if I had a dad like that I'd be like you know fucking yeah, settle like, down like, su- I'll, support like your I'll do kids. my own yeah like I'll do my own thing yeah. don't say to me you know you need to do this and you need yeah. to do that like fucking hell just yeah, settle just down chill, dad. All right? it's me playing if, at you if you want to set up the big baller brand and think it's going to be the next Nike yeah, that, that go was for it, it mate <laughs> Oh, Levar, that crack you're smoking, stop smoking up crack. Mate, <laughs> that guy's on something. Like, but Lonzo's like, yeah, I mean, they're not very good. I'm going to switch to Nike. Because this is the first year we switched to Nike, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That big water brand did not work out as, as much as he thought it was going to. But, mate, who, who buys shoes from big baller brand? I want Nikes. Yeah. Not triple B's. I want, I want Jordans. <laughs> Oh, I don't want BBB. <laughs> what is this? Triple B's. What the hell is it? Stop flogging these to your sons. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Please, son, wear these. You need to promote my brand. <laughs> well, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather wear, I'd rather wear Jordans. But yeah, um, the Warriors. So obviously they they left that curry. Yeah. Because I I just think they just didn't want to risk him. You know what? I think it's probably a good decision to be honest. Yeah. They're not gonna get into the playoffs then. Nah. They're not gonna win the, the championship. Save they're, him they're for when Clay run. comes back. Yeah. You know, and then you can have your splash brothers back. I'm worried about the Warriors though, you know. I think I think without Durant They're gonna No, they, they are gonna struggle. struggle. They struggle. That's why I think in whether they try to get one of these rookies to come in Yeah. And and, and step up or Well you see they they some. tried to bring in um Russell didn't they this year mm. down to Russell traded him after his season well that's the thing I was going to say he, he left he's at another team already so he's at um, is it Minnesota now Timberwolves mm. Timberwolves yeah so good move for Timberwolves D-Lo my guy D-Lo and Cat together yeah that could be a that, dangerous team again they've got Postgod as well yeah yeah and you know oh wait no that's Mavs yeah Austin got oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Nah, don't worry about that. But then again, cat. But, but you you add another player to that mix. Yeah. Of, of Pazingas' kind of. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that that's a dangerous that's team. What, that's what they need. That's a dangerous team. The Mavs either. just need someone who can, you know, just be the third scorer. Yeah. Because you're gonna have Lucas just dropping numbers. Lucas, unreal man. Lucas dropping numbers. Pazingas is gonna do Pazingas. Yeah. You know. And if you get a third guy in there who can, you know, just shake things up a little I'm bit. I'm worried about Dallas, man. I'm mm. worried about them going forward. Yeah, no, 100%. That's Dallas a good team won right the, there. They've won the championship before, didn't they, with Dirk and, and stuff like that. So It's a good team right there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. Like, have, you, have you seen the owner, whilst we're talking about Dallas? Well, the he brought, Yeah, he brought the team for like 200 million. Really? Or something like that. Now Mavs. Are worth two point two billion. Clever guy. He bought it for two hundred mil. Now they're worth two point two bill. Fair play. Yeah, no, he's done well. Hey, you know what? I was just thinking actually, it just popped to my mind. I like you know you're like a massive LeBron fan, right? Mm. What do you uh what do you think about him like loving Liverpool? Having a He's having got a, shares at a Liverpool. In Liverpool. Yeah. Do you know what? Again, not everyone's perfect, bro. <laughs> you know. Why couldn't he have fucking owned the percentage of Man United? Come Again, on, LeBron. LeBron. What are you doing? Michael Jordan is my goat now, man. <laughs> I'm joking. Nah. LeBron's still my goat. 
you know. But, Jordan's a goat. <laughs> but I, I've got I've got a massive problem with him, you know, having shares in Liverpool and being a Liverpool fan. But he's a businessman at the end of the day. He's got to get his money. Mate, he, and he's got his money because they won the Champions League last year. They won the league this year. So you he's, know he's winning. I think I saw like... Um, a stat the other day it was like the amount of money LeBron made off his shares is something ridiculous yeah man nah. like fair play to him he is he, he, he invested well he did invested well so fair play to I LBJ. mean I could have seen Liverpool doing as well as they did from where they were so fair play to LeBron for being like yeah I'll invest in this shit team <laughs> LeBron James he's used yeah. to it he's used to it though isn't he yeah to being in a shit yeah. organisation who just end up doing good somehow yeah <laughs> but yeah um I'm excited for the NBA to come back, man. Yeah, I'm, I can't I'm, wait. I'm excited. It should be good fun. Yeah, man. Right, on to um, another topic whilst we're still on sports. I think our episode today is more based on sports. In yeah. In case you haven't noticed already. Um, My favourite kind of episode. Ollie's favourite. Yeah, buddy. So, there is a scheme that got rolled out by the Premier League. Mm. Um, it's a BAME coach placement scheme. Yeah, where they are trying to increase the number of um, black, Asian and ethnic minority coaches mm. uh, or players moving from retiring into uh, coaching within the academies um, or potentially managing the football clubs as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and for, for me, I, I think I already had a little bit of knowledge of this scheme before. Right. But it wasn't necessarily just focused because obviously I work for the Premier League and stuff. You hear things. Um, it wasn't yep. necessarily just focused on uh, just BAME coaches. It was just a scheme that would help accelerate, you know, coaches' development. And I feel like, you know, just emphasizing giving more ethnic coaches the opportunity. I think that's what that this scheme is sort mm. of aiming to do. Um, and you, it's not just giving you the chances well. you've got to have a certain qualification obviously as a coach myself I know the, of the qualifications you need yep. you've got to have a UEFA B licence minimum what to get into the scheme to get into the scheme <sighs> fuck yeah so see I didn't know that I thought it was just kind of like well, from if, the start if you were in kind of like the FA coaching scheme, yeah. nah. you could you could apply for this. You gotta be UFB. <sighs> See, when I and read these 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 things cost money. When I when I read this originally, like I like I know how much the coaching programs cost. Yeah, like I did my FA level one a few years back. I think it was mm -hmm. like a hundred pounds or something. Yeah, like but then when you get cheap. to like level two, it's like what five hundred pounds, and then it's like level three is like what a few grand, like nine grand or something. Um, I think you go so it goes level one, level two, and then, there's and like, then you go UEFA B. Oh, it's UEFA B straight after that. Well, there, there is like a, a I, middle one. I think where, it's like level three, and then it's UEFA B, yeah. UEFA A, isn't it? Yeah. Well, actually, no. What they've done now is split level two into two different things. So you have got your practical when you get your theory, right? Pretty okay. much now, right? So I feel like so you pay twice. Yeah. So you, so Fuck you've got to, you've got to do different tuitions for right. it, mm. and then. From from that, you then obviously transition onto. Um, I think there's like an advanced one, and then you go into your UEFA B. So it isn't a massive gap between them, but you still yeah. have to have a UEFA B license to do it. 
this is what this is what frustrates me, man. When I initially saw this that come out, I thought this is great. Yeah. This is a perfect um, scheme to put in place yeah. to get people of um, sort of BAME backgrounds into these coaching positions. Yeah. But I didn't realize, like you just said, that you have to have a UA for B to yeah. get into these positions. How, ma- how many of these people having their background have that much money to get to a UA for B yeah. coaching standard that, to, that's, to that's, actually get these placements? Yeah, that's, that's the issue. Is like, that's so again, frustrating, man. You know, these courses they cost a lot of money yeah and the pass rate is not as high as you'd think as well no like UA for B that's like like 10, 15 grand right um no it's exp- is it not it's, that's the like the pro license is the most expensive one of the lot it's expensive isn't it it's the most expensive one but UA for B you're probably looking at a, a grand and a half it's still a fair chunk you know, of money, isn't it? Like, still a fair chunk of money. Like that's like a, like someone's monthly wages. Right? Yeah. So it's all about you've got to devote that money. You've got to then devote the time. Yeah. You know. So again, I I, I like the idea of the scheme, and I like, I like I, the idea of it. But yeah, I, I just feel like I feel like they could do more. Yeah. There is more policies they can put in place to. Give people who might not have the the resources to get to a UA for B level to actually um, get into this scheme. Like, yeah. you know, put something in place where you can say, okay, you know, we, we get that much money, we can run courses for you to get up to yeah. UA for B or level three or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then we can potentially look at getting you in the scheme. Yeah. But then... It's frustrating. I, I also saw... Uh, in the comment section uh, on like Twitter and, and stuff like that. And so, some of them, again, as as a person, as a coach myself, I've got to assess the situation, Yeah, you know, with, without a biased view. Mm. I've got to look at it from everyone's point of view sort of thing and, and, and try and understand it. Yeah. And that's what everyone should try to do as well when you're approaching a situation is just to try to take it from different angles. Yeah. But... Um, there was a video I saw from, obviously comments were saying, you know, you can't just then, people misread it and thought they're just going to be giving out jobs, mm. giving um, uh, people of, of the BAME background, just, the, uh, you know, the handing out jobs to them. Mm. That's not necessarily the case. Again, you've got to have qualifications yeah. to get onto the course, of, for, onto the scheme, first of all. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the argument of, you know, when they do get to the managerial phase, if mm. they've gone through the scheme, yep. um, clubs will tend to hire managers based on experience yeah, more than, uh, you know, just who they are, the colour of their skin, their background, you know, are they straight, are they, are they um, gay or whatever. So yeah. for me, you know, I sort of understand that because again, You've got to employ someone based on how good they are at the job. Yeah. And but then and you know, this is a massive conversation I've been having with a lot of people. Mm. Is a, a lot of people have been saying to me, oh yeah, you know, like I get that we need to hire more people of, of um, different ethnicities into mm-hmm. different jobs, um, but what if they aren't qualified for it or this, that and the other? And it's like, okay. You help them get if, qualified for it. Yeah. And this is the big thing I've been saying is like, 
maybe don't give them the CEO role straight yeah. away. Say to them, we want you to get to this level. Yeah. We'll mentor you to get exactly. to that level. And then when you're ready, we'll hire you into this position. Exactly. Because you don't want to see people hired simply because uh, they're black or Asian exactly. or whatever into this role. And then they don't succeed. And then people go, oh, okay. Well, well we gave them the opportunity. We, we won't do that again. And then now. it didn't work out. Yeah. No. And, but- and, and someone said to me the other day, they were like, you know, if it came down to an interview process and it was you as a white man versus mm-hmm. a person, um, a, a black person or an Asian person or whatever. Yeah. And there was no differentiation between experience and knowledge and whatever. And we hired them simply because they're black or Asian. How would that make you feel? And I said, yeah, I wouldn't mind because I've been given so many opportunities during yeah. my life that they probably haven't been given. So yeah. if you hire them because of that reason, okay. Yeah, I'll, no, fair I'll, enough. I'll applaud you for it. Yeah. But th- this situation itself is different. But I think the main thing for this course, for me, that what I, I perceive it as is we need to give more black uh, or Asian or whatever uh, different background or minority uh, backgrounds the opportunity to then manage a club. Yeah, they need the chance. If you man. start as an assistant manager, for example, mm-hmm. we've seen Jose Mourinho. Yeah. He didn't just start off at the top. He started off in the academy Who's a Bobby Work, Robson, right? Exactly. Bobby Robson at Barcelona. They, I've seen the pictures of young Mourinho and, and he looks different, obviously. Stud. Jose? Absolute but, stud. But again, <laughs> it's just giving the opportunities, the equal opportunities. I feel like that's what the course they're trying to do, but some people are just not understanding it. Yeah. And they just think, oh, it's just about handing jobs. It's not about handing jobs out. No. What they're trying to do is prepare people of these backgrounds to be given the equal opportunity yeah and i feel like i feel like that's that's my take on it if 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 that's wrong then i don't know but i feel like that's what they're trying to achieve not yeah. to just hand out jobs but it's no, to give no. equal opportunities exactly and and that's what annoys me so much about <laughs> about people that are so sort of uneducated on this sort of thing or they maybe they maybe see the headlines and don't read into it yeah this isn't specifically just saying because you're of a BAME background because you're of a BAME background you're going to get a job because of that because we have to reach a certain quota it's saying if you're qualified for this position we will give you the opportunity to get to where other people have been able to get to that have been able to get to that position because they're more privileged Mm -hmm. to get to that position and um, I'm all for it you know I um, I think this this particular scheme it it said they're gonna what hire six coaches per year starting from the twenty twenty yeah. twenty one season um, of a BAME uh, background yeah um, into EFL clubs yeah so that's good uh, that's a good start yeah, it's a good start but, but again, uh, that's, but again that's, that's all it's about it's people just... have to get to the UA for B level still exactly that's so frustrating yeah still. and and I feel like again that's where the FA can step in. Yeah. The Premier League have done their part. Yeah. The FA yeah. can can do their part because again, the these licenses are gained through the FA. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and that's where the FA can maybe make the courses cheaper, not just for, for BAME people, but for everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, these they're damn expensive, it's expensive man. Expensive, man. If if you're like a nineteen, twenty year old coach and you're looking to get into sort of the top positions if yeah. you aren't well off or you haven't got a family that's well off you yeah. might be the best coach possible exactly and, and, the, and, that, and that's, wealth, that's where the problem is is that the people from the 
uh, BAME backgrounds, they haven't got the resources to then afford these yeah. courses. So again, Precisely. the FA can can relook what they how they approach their strategy and everything else, and okay, think what can we do to make this accessible for everyone. Do you think that's potentially why we don't see a lot of people from a BAME background in football coaching roles because yeah. they don't have the the, the, the money to yeah. get to that level? Yeah, hundred percent. Because again, that that's that's all it's about. Then the money talks. You know, yeah. the more money you have, the more opportunities you have in the world. Yep. You know, and I'm not saying obviously you have to be like a millionaire to have more opportunities, but no, the more money you have, the more than the next man, mm. the more opportunities you can have. Yep. and the next man so um, yeah it's just about it's, making it an evil playing field yeah like it's a good start right but yeah it's a good start I, I like the more, idea of this game there's still much more that can be done and um, yeah I, I think it was Darren Moore that helped him create sort of the scheme wasn't it yeah the ex um, West Brom manager yeah um, so it's good that they're because I think Bain people have got their own PFA haven't they yeah um, which is good that they're kind of consulting them and saying, look, what what can we yeah, put in like, place? That that's the thing. It's just all all about communication. Um, yeah. And and then obviously, like, just going on to the, the managerial roles, just touching back on that again, mm. um, you had the Port Vale manager, or Port Vale owner, mm. who was hesitant to hire Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank really? because he was black. Because he, he was more worried that he knew that some parts of the fans wouldn't really receive him well. Right. So he, he was more concerned about, you know, how that, probably the image of the club more than anything else. You know, rather than saying, okay, Jimmy Floyd has man, he's a legend. And you know what? That... It's disgusting as well because Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's background, not only in playing but in yeah. coaching, is excellent. Exactly. And and I know because because I I come from Burton. I was born in Burton. Yeah. He was the manager of Burton um, Albion. Yeah. And got them promoted to League One. There you and go. And he got them on the cusp of getting to Championship. There you Why go. Why wouldn't you hire somebody? Exactly. Who's done that. So again, that that it, it all goes back to having uh, to people's mentality and how they view situations you know if you're if you're going to be thinking oh let me not do that because it might it might, it might, it might yeah. offend a few people it might it's offend like, a few thousand people yeah it's like no it's, just go confront the issue mm. go hire Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and then address like okay look guys if anyone racially abuses our manager you're getting banned from the stadium. Yeah, and and you know what? For the few thousand people you might offend by hiring Jimmy Floyd yeah. Bank, there might be one million people that support Jimmy Floyd exactly. Bank come into the club and going, oh, exactly. I didn't know of Port Vale. Do I'm going to go I mean? support them now. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Sol Campbell at South big, Bank, for big, example, yeah, as exactly. well. He, big, big he, players. He's been sacked now, unfortunately. Yeah, but again, you know, just get rid of that, that stigma in your head, like the Port Vale owner, of thinking... I'm not going to hire him because he's black and he's not going to be received well. No, yeah. hire him because he's he's a man who's applying for the same job that you're looking at everyone else or listening to everyone else's plea of why should they have the job. Yeah, you know. So give him the equal opportunity to get that job as well. That yeah. is all. Just crazy as well, right? Is um, you can't look at these sort of legendary ex-players, mm. and you look at the kind of jobs they're going for. So you've got. Steven Gerrard, Rangers manager. Yeah. Frank Lampard, Chelsea manager. Yeah. Ashley Cole can't get a job in, in coaching. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Rooney is a part coach, part player at Derby. At Derby. Sol Campbell, 
just got sacked from South End. Yeah. What do you and Floyd Hasselbank can't get in at Port Vale? Can't even get in at Port Vale. If Frank Vail. Lampard and Steve Gerrard can get into these top clubs, yeah, I know. Frank Lampard went straight to Derby as well. Yeah. He and went straight to Derby. And, and like, yeah, I know they were like probably like more well known and everything than Jim Ford Hasbang and yeah. but these guys were not bad players and they're not bad coaches not at all so why aren't you giving them the chance in championship lower Premier League teams? exactly fucking so, Frank Lampard jumped from one season with Derby County straight into Chelsea yeah but again that's because Abramovich already had in his mind yeah. like oh Frank when you retire he, and you he, become a coach he had that plan didn't he yeah why do you think the same about Drogba? Ashley Cole, like. Why do you think the same about Ashley Cole? Like Ashley Cole is probably one of the best left backs England's produced in the last twenty ever. thirty years. Yeah, yeah, probably ever. Probably, I like, think he's greatest like English fullback to to play, bro. Because again, I, 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 we've I can't watched name, him play. I can't name a better English left back potentially. Mm. I, I I couldn't. Again, from could, what we've seen as well. Yeah. Ashley Cole has been the best to ever do it. One of the best to ever do it. Him and Evra. The best left backs I've seen yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. Obviously, Roberto Carlos and that. Oh, yeah, of course, Patrice Ever is better. Roberto Carlos and that. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Roberto Carlos is a mad one. Roberto Carlos is my guy. He'd start a free kick off at like fucking Venezuela and end up in a fucking Australia, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, Swerving. Um, but, but yeah, look, like, look at Patrice Ever. Mm. He, he's now in a coaching role at Man United. Yeah. And that's things you'd like to see. Yeah. Quinton like, Fortune. Quinton Fortune, he's been at United for he's years. He's under 23's manager now, yeah. I think. Because they've obviously taken the under 23's coaches, put him up the first team, I think. He, again, Quinton Fortune, I've seen him go from, like he, he was with the younger kids, he's probably like with the 13's under, or 14's. Yeah, yeah. And then he's literally just gone up with every age group. Now he's with the under 23's. And then with the 23's, where you get this opportunity to go in with the first team, and and that's what I like as well is that the under twenty threes coach that we had last year, which was um, oh, can't remember his name, Kieran McKenna. Kieran McKenna. He's now first team. He's first team coach. Yeah. Because Solskjaer was like, okay, I'm I'm potentially not qualified to run the whole team and everything. I need, yeah. I, I need good guys around me. I'll take Michael Carrick, Mike Phelan, and Declan. People and that know Kieran the McKenna. club. Yeah. You know. So Quinton Fortune, you could see him on United's first team bench in the future. If I, Mike I would retires. not be surprised though because again, because Mike Feelings, what sixty? Yeah, no. Mike Mike will be stepping down soon, and I think Michael Carrick will become the assistant manager. Yeah, because right now he's the first team coach, isn't he? Yeah. So I think he will become the assistant manager in a few few years time. I love Michael Carrick, man. Carrick is such a nice guy. He, but he again, was my favorite player. Yeah, growing up, such a nice. He's a gentleman. Mm. He's a gentleman of the sport. You don't get many characters like Mike. He was so good as well, man. Like he, 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 he didn't need to score. He didn't need to get assists. He like Darren Fletcher as well. He, yeah, he he just did what he did. And yeah. Occasionally he'd score, but screamers as well. Though, when he un- scored, yeah, do you remember that game against Carrick, Roma where he scored yeah. two absolute belters? That was a seven-one. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I love Champions League night. Come on. He he, he he just he just controlled the midfield. Yeah. Like Paul Scholes. Scholesy. But Scholesy was a step above everybody else, wasn't he? Like Bruno Screamers, assists. <laughs> does it all, man. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, that BM, um, BAME coaching scheme, I think. People, if you want to read more details about it, yeah. go on the Premier League website um, and just, just have a read. 
and just yeah. learn more about it and understand most importantly mm-hmm. what they're trying to achieve yeah and you know if you're in a position to potentially apply for that mm-hmm. do it yeah I'd love to see. I, more. I'm considering doing it once I've got my UFB as well. So are you at the moment? Are you level level two? Level two. Yeah. So what are you two levels off? One level off? Just one. Just one. Yeah. So, you, so you could potentially be applying so, for it. Yeah, in the next I, 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 I could get my UFB mm-hmm. and then do it. Come. Easy. Hey, imagine that. Easy. UA for B, Mark A. Easy. You yeah. see me, Oli, I told you, you see me on the United bench in a few Boy, years' time. Imagine. I'll be sat there barking instructions at them players, bro. I'll be sitting in the stands. I'll take over from that fucking... Gassing it out. I'll, I'll take over from that fucking Ed Woodward in the stands, man. <laughs> Useless prick. <laughs> One day, man. All uh, men can dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Next topic we've got here. We've got um, your, uh, your little... Claim to fame here, your little article ah, in the Echo. The, ah, yeah, with the local paper. Um, I, I read this the other day, man. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I love to see what you're doing yeah. for, for the cause. You, you, you're doing so much. Yeah, and man. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's all about raising attention and just raising awareness to, to the cause, really. Yeah. That's 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 all I've been trying to achieve in, uh, from from all this. Uh, spoke to to Liam. What was it about? A week and a half ago. Yeah. Because I spoke to Cockles actually first. Yeah, yeah. He he was doing some some radio piece with. Um, yeah, he's got his usual. Yeah. Radio bit, hasn't so it? So he yeah. was doing that. He he called me up. He's like, ah, oh, we just need. I just wanted to hear like your experience because. Is, we're just all like a bunch of white guys on a show but we, we can't really talk about this without actually like, just, like just hearing someone's experience I was like okay cool I'm, I'm happy do you know what opening up is not as easy as it seems no do you know what I mean but a lot of guys yeah guys guys especially that in general have a problem with that yeah but, but let alone yourself yeah man as a, as a black man yeah in literally this, this current climate being it, it, it's, it's difficult it's, amazing. it's difficult but I thought to myself like if if I don't say anything yeah. people will never know no. what's going on no. but if I say something mm. then people will be like oh shit yeah that's, that's not really happened like what's going on so you know the cockles just called me up he's like just just let us know like some experiences you've you've had in, in, in grassroots or whatever of racism and I told him and then the Echo listened or whoever from the Echo listened to to that episode that they did and then they got in touch with me and then I just spoke to them as well um, they, they'd previously done an article the week before with yes. Kelvin Kelvin uh, yes I, I played with him oh really at Lake Neef no way yeah, so, such a nice guy. So literally, like, I just and, I just read the article and I was just like, oh. and um, I I know that he was particularly the the victim of, of racist abuse what, from what, when you were at Lakeneath. Yeah, from someone in the first team. No way. Yeah. What at what at Lakeneath? That's crazy. Um, because I think he missed a chance potentially. I I wasn't there at the time when it happened, so I yeah. got, I can only go off what I heard. Yeah. But I potentially heard that I, f- I think it was the goalkeeper that was in the first team at the time Mad. said something to him about missing a chance. See, it's and, like, and from that, Lake and he said, "You're you're out of the team. You can't yeah. do that." No, good, good which, on Lake which, which was though. good of them to say to, to do yeah. that. But 
knowing those kind of people are, are like embedded yeah, in man. groups is disgusting. That is... And and I know you spoke about um, an incident at Great Shelf when we were. Yeah, that. I think this, I was in that game this season. You were you that, were a goal. Was that you know the number nine? The guy that the said striker. about noodles. Yeah. That 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 same guy called me noodle head because of my dreadlocks. I was just like, because you know what it is, yeah. That fucking guy who couldn't get a shot on target. All couldn't game. even get a shot on target all game, and he was chatting shit. Because the reason why he got annoyed was because yeah. I was I was standing up for Tolly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and 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 you know what what it's like when you're on a football pitch and your teammates. Anyone's saying anything to your teammates, you gotta say something. You gotta stand up for your teammate because yeah. that's that's your brothers in arms. You know what I mean? Yeah. On a football pitch, we're brothers in arms, you and go, you go you've to gotta battle have each other's people. back. Yeah. yeah, and I was doing exactly that. I was like, "Yo, leave my guy alone. We're just trying to get on with the game." I think there were no, we were drawing at this point. Yeah, and we were, yeah, we were just they... trying to get a goal to just. Because they win. won, didn't they? Yeah, they won 2-1 two two in the end. Yeah, that was it. But it was like a last-minute winner. <sighs> Fuck, that, that was again my injured my hands, man. And even even then, remember, I, I was fuming. Yeah. I, I was fuming. I was like, oh, nah, man. That boy, I need to just... Oh. Yeah. yeah. But opening up, it, it's never easy. No. And, you know, it's good that people have been... A lot of people have messaged me saying, thank you for obviously like sharing this um and it's just it's just good that people are actually like listening now like i said Ooh. in the article as well um at linton again being part of a, that that linton team just yeah. the club in general i think yeah. has been more it's been a more sportive club yeah. for me than previous clubs because yeah man it's just like Everyone just, everyone's just chill. Mm. Everyone, everyone's just all about the team more than anything else. Do you know what I mean? Every, every team's got like a few characters that are just like, oh, I don't like this guy or whatever. But, you know, it's just, you don't take it personal. You, you know, know who I mean? you are. You know who you are as well, you know. And I ain't going to say no names. I ain't going to say no names. But I ain't, gonna, I ain't got a problem with anyone. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, that's just, that's just characters. Some characters you just don't want to be around some characters. people are just like that aren't they they just yeah. they have a certain thing about them but so, but, but I respect you so much yeah. for, for for what you've done throughout this time and and speaking out I, it's, it's, it's taken a lot yeah man a lot of courage to, to speak out the way you have to yeah. the Echo and to Cockles and on, on his radio podcast whatever he does and um and on your Instagram as well, you obviously posted that story about that in, that time you were stopped. In oh Duxford. yeah, oh man, mate, that, in Duxford. That, that made me fucking mad when I mate. heard that. Ollie, honestly, yeah. I I thought to myself, I was like, mate, that's happened like the next like couple of villages over me. Yeah. For, for me, I like like I could never comprehend. That yeah. Something like that and, would and, happen. And this came from near the, a here. police officer. It's disgusting. And the, the things that he, the things that, it obviously started with the guy that uh, or the. Man and the woman guy that rang the up and but the fact that even the policeman himself is just they oh, said go on my Instagram and watch it it's and you hear the full story it's disgusting did you see there was that footage released about that guy in Ely have you seen that no in there was, Ely there, there was some guy uh, who was pulled over by the police in Ely a black man yeah and the police officer goes I'm pulling you over because you're new to the neighbourhood and you're black and the guy goes, 
I've just moved here. And the police officer's like, Bruh. Oh, okay, I'm just pulling you over because you're new to the neighborhood and you're black. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Similar thing happened to me. Like, that's what I'm saying because those people call, called the police because I was new in the neighborhood. They didn't know me. Yeah. They didn't know who I was. They didn't know where I lived. But Introduce yeah, yourself. Exactly. If you really want to know who I was, that person could have easily came, knocked on my, my no, nice car as well. Yeah, yeah. Nice car. She's going to knock to my nice window car. and just be like, hi there. What are you doing around here? I just need to know. You know, just so, don't even know what you're but, doing around here. Just but, talk to me. Just be yeah, like, hi, how yeah. you doing? Yeah, not even that. Just just come up to you and be like, oh, yeah. you need to know her. Like, yeah. Like, I haven't seen you. Like, nice to meet start, you. Start a conversation as a normal person. Yeah. And then maybe like, we might actually have a normal conversation. Like, we're all the same. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? So, but... Obviously, you don't yeah. call the police or someone because you you haven't seen him and <laughs> like people might not have seen me in like Abington before. But do you know what I mean? But, but I wouldn't have people calling exactly. the police about me. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's mad profiling, man. but again, absolutely maddening. Shout out to to the Echo. Shout out to Liam for um, sitting down and listening to what I had to say. Yeah. Um, the main thing really that I wanted from this was just for non-league clubs to do more. Yeah, that's literally it. Because obviously, to. like in the article, I speak about how the Premier League have acted. Yeah, but non-league football. There's millions of players that play on the side of the league, man. Yeah, like, and and this is the thing as well. I can't, I can't name too many black black people that, that I've played with throughout yeah. my my sort of playing career. I played with I think two people at Cambridge United. Yeah. Um, who potentially were racially abused during games, but I never yeah. noticed. Yeah, and then. Yourself yeah. at Linton and Kelvin at Lakenheath. Yeah. And that's probably it. Yeah. But I think that's 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 basically s- like it's it's just the geographical location of where Cambridge is. Yeah. But it is just outside London, sort of. But, but even so, I, I bet there's so many black black people that want to play in football. But they're just but, hesitant but to don't play. Want to join because because of the, exactly because of the abuse. I, again it's because the area that you grow up in, like be, being black, yeah, is you got to assess how racist an area is before you go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I myself, I was a little bit hesitant to play in the Cambridgeshire League because I was like, oh, I've never played in Cambridgeshire League. Mm. All I've heard about anything outside like where I'm from is just like, oh, that place could be a bit racist, but mm. you know what I mean? But mm. I just, I just, whatever, I get stuck in. So you know you, me, did, did, did you play in a couple of different county leagues before you came to Cambridge? No. Nah. I hadn't played football for four years really? before I played for Linton. So where did you used to live before Cambridgeshire? Essex. Right. Yeah. You lived in good old Thurrock. Did you? Good old Thurrock near old Lakeside. Thurrock. Shout out to the Lakeside lovers out there. <laughs> up the Lakeside. Up and the then, Lakeside. And then you, you came up to Cambridgeshire what age? So I finished well, just after I finished uni. Right. So, so like obviously right. I had a little situation with a little ex-girlfriend and that. So I moved my you life up here because of the girl. I'm not mad about it. You know, I'm just saying. She's a, she's a nice person, but I'm not mad about and it. And you know what? Going back to our first episode about how, like, having no regrets. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, man. Everything happens for a reason. If I didn't move up here, if you didn't move up here, you wouldn't, wouldn't have a be podcast. sitting, mate. We would not be sitting here. You wouldn't be playing football in the Cambridge League. I would not have scored that screamer against Great Paxton. 
Yes. Remember. Yes. I would not have scored. I don't know how I scored it, but I literally just leathered it from outside the bars. I was like, yeah, come on, Zach. Mate. I remember that one you scored against Whittlesford last year as well. Yes. And you hit it, and you... I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I remember you saying, I, was like, I didn't what? think you were going to score that. <laughs> when you hit it, I was like, nah, that's not going in. I was like, what the fuck? That's good. What? <laughs> Yeah, I remember and you on the sideline. Well. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, I didn't really think you're gonna score that. I, I, I was like, I didn't think you had that finishing ability in you, mate. Honestly, I thought it was gonna go like ten to over. Or they usually do, but that that into moment. The car park. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, but man. yeah, man, nah, great moments, great moments. Yeah, literally, like, if if I if I didn't move my life up here, yeah. You, you wouldn't. Know, you again. wouldn't have met half the people that you. I wouldn't. That you have, and you wouldn't. I wouldn't have met Charlie. I wouldn't have met Dave. I wouldn't have met a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of great people as well. Yeah, and you wouldn't have so, this podcast. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have the football ability that you do. Mate, I wouldn't have won players for a year this year. Oh. <laughs> exactly, bro. But everything. Everything happens for a reason, man. For sure. I a hundred percent agree with that. For sure, that, for that, sure. That everything happens for a reason. And I, I, I've I've enjoyed life in Cambridge. To be fair. Yeah, man. I think it's been great. Yeah. Um, to be fair, out of all the the sort of places in England, I I think Cambridgeshire there's not there's not too much sort of going on that you be like, no. oh, I feel unsafe. It's, it's here, really but... really quiet. Yeah. Really quiet yeah. up here, but love yeah. It. And yeah. I, I I like I like the whole like countryside living I don't nice, like cities right? I don't like cities cities are not my favourite because the weird thing about Cambridge right is yeah it's a city but it's like when you get into Cambridge it's like oh you go for a shit out of fields to get villages into it. And, and, and it's like you get in there it's it not, it's, is it's full of ma- villages it's not a massive city either <laughs> no. is it the, the, perce- uh, the perce- uh, perception that people have of Cambridge is literally just like a posh place. Massive city, all these posh yeah, bars. Yeah, like cathedrals everywhere and all this. It, the city itself is nice when you go into the Cambridge city. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Cambridge itself is just villages. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, little it's little it's quiet built, villages. Yeah, it's just, it's just built of a load of little villages around yeah. the city. And, and yeah, I love it. I love it because I, I was born like in the countryside. You know what I mean? And mm. I'd, I've never lo- enjoyed living in the cities I've never enjoyed the busy life in the cities Ugh. yeah but it doesn't attract me at all oh, fuck. Uh, well that's the thing like, I, like I've spent most of my life um, down here in Cambridge I think I moved down here 99 2000 yeah. something like that from from Burton oh nice um, Burton's a shit so I'm glad <laughs> I moved down here Shout out to Burton, of Trent, uh, Burton upon Trent for being a shill. Um, Up the Burton. But, but mate, yeah. Um, yeah, such a nice place. You can't really complain. Yeah. Not like we have like a load of kind of um, police problems or anything like that around here. So Yeah, man. Can't really, can't really grumble. Can't yeah. really grumble, mate. Right. To finish off with, yeah. I've got a little recommendation. Yeah. It's our entertainment suggestion of the week. Yeah, buddy. Black Lightning. So obviously you love superheroes. I've seen. Is it is it two seasons? It that I think it's Black three now. Three. Three now. Yeah. So I've seen I think about half of the first season. No way. And then like a couple of other things came out at the time, and I got yeah. distracted by it, and now, I completely forgot they, about they it. They do this thing as well where because they release the episodes weekly. 
Right. So they probably went through like a little break in the middle of yeah. the season. Yeah, and then I was like, it's easy, it's easy to lose. You, it. you forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Or they started off doing that, but now they just released the full thing. Yeah. But I would recommend watching it because it's got some strong links to the Black Lives Matter. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't think of it until I started like watching it, but pay more attention to it. Basically, it's like ah. Because sometimes you watch something and you just like loosely watch it because it's like a superhero thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, you're yeah. just like, okay, cool, he's beating someone up. Yeah, uh, he's but then flying over it, it's, it's, it's much more deeper than that mm. because they're from this uh, place called Freeland. Yeah. And obviously the government is experimenting, experimenting on like black super humans or meta humans that they call them. Right. So yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I would give it a watch. Yeah. Because... Good action, mm. good characters, good storyline, and is is just overall a very entertaining show. So have you finished that now? I you... finished it. I'm up you to date, it? baby. I I need to get on that. You know, you know me and, and and my superhero stuff, man. Like when yeah, when Avengers mate. came out, remember oh, the, the Wakanda Forever celebration that me and Alfie used to do. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I love. I absolutely love superheroes. So right, Alfie, I, shout out to Alfie, man. Boy, shout out to Alfie. Shout out to Alfie. Um, yeah, mate, I, I love superheroes and I love all yeah. the Marvel films when they come out, so I, I need to check this out. Mm. The the one thing I would suggest for Entertainment Suggestion of the Week is something a little bit lighthearted and if you're missing your your sort of your, your foodie bits and pieces, oh, yeah. it's a show I've been watching called um, Somebody Needs to Feed Phil or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or somebody feed Phil, somebody and, feed and and it's basically this this like <laughs> the friendliest like white guy you've ever seen, just going to different countries and just trying this food, and people are, like giving him food, and he's like, oh, okay, okay, that's really nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and mate, his expressions that he does during the series yeah. just absolutely crack me up, man. Is it on he, Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, and okay. he's got like, the widest eyes you've ever seen. He's like, oh shit, <laughs> and mate. It, it's so funny and I don't know what it is but I just love watching like foodie programs they make me hungry yeah they like, make me like hungry you look at them right? and like oh man like, that looks so good I'm gonna make that tonight and it's gonna and then you make it you're like oh shit <laughs> I need to go and like when I attempted to make those bloody chicken wings oh, you saw it I made it rookie error I was looking for recipes on YouTube right guys and I used the the podcast YouTube page to search for my recipe <laughs> and Ollie happened to stumble upon this. <laughs> I, I, I just like, I, I just rocked up to the page to be like, okay, I'm going to look at how many views are on, I'm going to look at if everything's kosher. And I, and I look at the history, I'm like, I don't remember looking at recipes for chicken. I'm a vegetarian. And and oh and God. and there's like five five different <laughs> videos. There's like the crispiest chicken wings you've ever tasted. Five ways to cook chicken thighs. The best recipe for. And I messaged Minnie. I'm like, Have you been? Uh, I, I was like, Did you have chicken tonight, bro? <laughs> I was like, what? I I was genuinely confused. When I saw your message, I was like. What's Ollie on about? <laughs> how does he, and how does he know that I've had chicken tonight? <laughs> how was that chicken tonight, bro? You enjoy that chicken? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, YouTube. <laughs> you know, I did that the other day. When, when you forget to switch accounts and you're like, 
Oh, I should probably log off this porn. Yeah, did you? I was just like, oh my god, damn, 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 damn. damn. Switch account, switch account, switch account. Munji's gonna see that I've been looking at <laughs> thick booties, <laughs> thick booties and chicken. <laughs> that oh, that was mate. funny because that message literally confused the hell out of me. And, I was just like, oh, and I turned around to like Charlie because we watched some on YouTube, and I was like, I think Munji's been looking at chicken on. <laughs> <laughs> on on YouTube, she's like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> I, I was like, "Look at this! Like crispy chicken wings, five ways to cook chicken." But do you know the funniest story? Since that day, yeah. I've dropped chicken out of my diet. Have you? Yeah. Shit. Because the reason why I was looking at that diet was, or, or that recipe was because every time I eat chicken, I just feel sick. Yeah. So I tried to make it in a different way, and boy, it was a horrible. It tasted like some medicinal chicken. It was horrible. Charlie described it as tasting like ketty chicken. Yeah, it tasted like chemicals. Ketty chicken? Yeah, it tasted like (laughs) chemicals. It was disgusting. Fuck. Do you know what I did where I went wrong? What's that? I put too much baking powder. Did you? You put baking powder in it? Yeah. The the recipe told me, bro. (laughs) Come on. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I got some baking powder. I'll use that. <laughs> Apply one teaspoon of baking powder and two teaspoons of cocaine. Yeah, that seems alright. No oh, salt, but it? pepper. Are you sure? I'll never make my wings that way again. Yeah, and I, so, I, I'll so, never make chicken that way again because so I've dropped you chicken. To now, are you right, right now? Or? Yeah, right now. So okay. I started to to add more fish to my diet. That's, that's, that's what I've done. No, I don't know about you, but for me, when I... So I switched to vegetarian over a year and a half ago, and I switched to pescatarian about half a year ago. Mm. I think the thing for me is that digestively, I feel so much cleaner. Better. And better. Mm-hmm. So like, as soon as I drop like, red meat and stuff like that, and, and, and any kind of meat... That's really my next target. ...out of my diet, I mm. felt... So much cleaner. I was like, wow, I feel like really good. Yeah. Like, di- like digestively, I was just like, wow. I feel, I feel like, like once I've dropped red meat out of my diet, I'll be in a good place. And you know what as well? I thought, you know, oh, this is going to be tough. I'm going to miss having a nice yeah. burger or a nice steak. Haven't missed it. No. And I see other people like, I'll go to dinner with people and they'll be like, oh, mate, look at this steak. It looks so good. Do you not miss it? And I'm just like, nah, mate. I don't. Nah, not really. I but don't miss I w- it. I want to get myself to that stage. Yeah. You know, you have to. It, it, it's it's been difficult at the moment. I'm not going to lie to you because yeah. how I've never done that before. Yeah, you know, I've never had to exclude something from my diet. Every time someone's offered me food, I'm like, yeah, yeah. go on in. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's the thing. Like, like me, I used to eat like a shit ton of red meat. Like, chicken was like a staple for me. Yeah, and that, that, um, that's that's the thing for me. I think I've had too much of it. Yeah, and. And like red meat for me was like a massive step as well. Like mm. I think like November before I was, so I went vegetarian straight after Christmas. Yeah. Because I'd had like at Christmas I had like ham, turkey, beef, like all in one sitting. And oh, yeah. I was like, man, I feel so bloated. I feel awful. And like, like just digestively, I feel fucking terrible. So I thought, yeah, right, my, my girlfriend is, <laughs> is vegetarian. I'll try it and see what it's like. I just haven't turned back since then. And, yeah, and and then I feel the, like that's what I need. I need someone who can who kind of like pushes you. Yeah, through. yeah. Because right now, 
Charlie will be like, like my Charlie, obviously. Because yeah. Oli's got Charlie, I've got Charlie. We both got Charlie. We both got Charlie. <laughs> you got Charlie, I got Charlie. <laughs> so Charlie's like to me, oh, Mackie's, I'm just like, yeah, yeah come on. do you know what I mean yeah. but where if I had someone saying to me oh should we have this yeah instead of that I'd be like okay yeah cool because oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm easy to convince when it comes to food yeah so that's the I. thing I'm, I'm very easy if you wanted to convince me to have takeaway we're having takeaway <laughs> yeah. you know I, I'm exactly the same and if you wanted to have a homemade meal we're having a homemade meal I'm the same like that with drinking yeah. <laughs> Do you want a beer? Ah, oh, all right. Yeah, I'll man. go then. Yeah, go on and I'll have seven. Ollie says. No, 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 no. Five, four, five. I was going to say to people that watch this episode, if they can guess how many beers we've had between the two of us, they can come on to our podcast. Hey, so if you've been if you've been keeping an eye out, I I, I genuinely don't know how many bottles are down there. <laughs> I, I can see some, whatever number I mentioned, but could be ten, could be one. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that that is a topic that we'll we'll discuss on another day. Yeah. because it's such a big big thing at the moment. The whole vegetarian versus I, I think that's that's worthy of an episode. Hundred percent. I think that's very worthy because the thing is vegetarianism. And veganism and stuff gets such a bad rap from people going, oh, yeah. I can't believe that you eat no meat and everything like this. I, I'm, and, not, I'm not going to lie. I'm I, not going to lie. I got I, so much heat from being vegetarian. When I, yeah. Like, I, I always had to feel like I had to like come out as vegetarian. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, yeah. I've criticised it. Yeah. Because I, I've not been able to imagine what it's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now that I'm actually starting to go off the taste of like certain meats, I'm starting to understand why you have turned yourself that way. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's something that's happened to a lot of people now. Yeah. As well. Yeah, 100%. Like, obviously, you look you look at that, that some of the food, obviously vegetables. People don't like vegetables because people, people just don't like eating healthy. No, it's The healthy like, stuff doesn't taste good. Like so people are just like, oh, yeah. But you can make the healthy stuff taste good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can make yourself a really there, nice meal yeah. that doesn't include meat yeah and it will taste so good because of the way you prepared it 100 percent. do you know what i mean and people just have this perspective of ah carrots just taste butters because they're just carrots but if you prepare them with a nice um like something to complement the carrot yeah it's different exactly and so i think it's all about looking at recipes on youtube yeah it's (laughs) it's just finding what works for you and finding the recipes that you go oh damn that was so good i want to have that again like I like I have a different different meal every night, and it's always vegetarian or pescatarian or whatever it is. Yeah. And I enjoy I enjoy every single meal that I have, and and that's the big thing that that I've kind of tried to take away from um sort of my cooking is that I I want to enjoy every single yeah. meal that I have. I don't want to eat it and go, oh fuck man, I'm just eating yeah. this because it's healthy and like, that's what it is. Bro, honestly, I, my my appetite for example as well has just gone off because I'm I've. I don't like the taste of meat. Yeah. Right now, it's so weird. Yeah. I literally had to call out one of my friends the other day. I was just like, "Yo, I don't know what's happening to me, but I need to tell you something. I need to drop chicken out my diet." They were yeah. shocked. They were like, "What? What do you mean chicken you out mean? your diet? What do you Ch- mean?" I was like, "Listen chicken's, to me. Listen chicken's to me. a staple. Yeah. Chicken's I was like, Listen to me. Yeah. Chicken doesn't taste the same anymore. Yeah." 
exactly. just not tasting the same for me anymore. Every time I eat, I feel sick. Exactly. That's not right. No, you need to enjoy your food. Yeah, man. So you don't eat it and be like, mm. if we've got any vegetarian viewers, or any vegan, vegan viewers, pescatarians. pescatarians, anyone that doesn't eat meat, please send me some recipes. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be looking on YouTube. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't and, know what I'm looking for. I, I, I'm like, what the fuck, man? You, what, why are you looking up fucking different fish recipes because I'm turning Asparagus away from meat? Asparagus stew. <laughs> what, what is this tuna steak to replace chicken? But yeah, man. But like, yeah, that. Like, like, like send us recipes and also send us like your, your experience with it and why you potentially moved from be- eating yeah. meat to being vegan or yeah, 100%. vegan to meat or, or whatever it is. I, that, that's that's one thing I've been trying to do as well in the last sort of few weeks is trying to engage with people. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we, we have a lot, we have viewers. Yeah. We yeah. have people who are tuning in on a regular basis when we release episodes, whatever. But. We need people to start also giving us something back. You know, yeah. like you just said, we need to know if you've got any vegetarians out there, what made you turn vegetarian? I need to understand myself. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm at that transitional stage right now. So, yeah. Help me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, there's, there's a bit of homework for our viewers. So, one, if you're vegetarian, yeah. if you're a meat eater, pescatarian, whatever you are, send us all, like your your kind of experiences with that mm-hmm. and what it is that, 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 that makes you feel that way, makes you feel like you have to eat that way. Yeah. And also, how many beers did we drink between the two of us? <laughs> because if you get that right, you could be in the uh, could be in the running to come on the show. Could be a hundred. Send me some recipes, 20. man. And send me some recipes. I need some recipes. This guy right here needs I to stop need eating some plain recipes. chicken. I need. I've stopped eating chicken. Stop him going on YouTube to look at Stop recipes. Stop me going from uh, on YouTube for recipes. <laughs> all right, that's all I need. All right, yeah. I, know, I know there's some a few good lady cooks out there. I see you, girl. Yeah, slide into the DMs. Becky with a good hair, or is it oh. Becky with a good pot? Oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? It could be. It could be. Becky with a good crock pot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, 100%. It's been a good episode today, man. Um, yeah. And as always, it's been nothing but real talk. Nothing but real talk. I've really enjoyed today, man. Yeah. Feeling a little bit merry. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, I'm not going to say how many beers I've had, but... But, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a little bit... A little bit tipsy. <laughs> hey, look, I don't drink as much since I've gone back to work, so... Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I need a good sleep after this. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, again, as always, bro... It's good to to sit down, chat with you, catch up with you. Keep it real. Do what we're doing. Keep it real. Yeah. But um, until have you got anything else to say before we go? No, I think just just thanks for tuning in. Thanks yeah. for watching all the other episodes. If you have, and if you haven't, go watch them. Why haven't go you? Go and watch them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Competition. You know, work out how many beers we had, and uh, send us your thoughts on diets. You know yeah. Oh, but, do you know what? I also forgot. Yeah. We've still got a competition that we need to think of yeah. to bring another guest on here. There's another one here to is guess there? in the bottles or how many drinks we've had. Yeah. And there is also oh. another competition that we said we would do. So, there is. we haven't forgotten. We haven't yeah. forgotten. We haven't forgotten. We're about keeping you. in mind. 
And we potentially do have a guest coming up very soon. Very, very soon. For all you listeners out there. For all we, you uh, listeners. We do have a very exciting and interesting guest coming yes, soon. Yes, yes, yes. But again, let us know what you think in the comments. You know, anything that you want to suggest to us, guys, feel free, engage as much as you can. Um, I'm Mark i I'm OJ. And we're going to say peace and love. Keep it real. See ya. Bye.